millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Private Investigations. I've changed the name of the podcast. It seemed more appropriate and it would give people a kind of inclination as to the type of shite that I might be up to. There should also be a a no crack disclaimer. Don't come here looking for laughs. You may fuck off down the road if that's what you're at. So private investigation seems to be uh, a bit more honest about what is going on. This happened now I'd say 30 years, in the guts of 30 years ago and I had the privilege of a train journey with a cousin of mine uh, a, a quiet lad by nature uh, quiet and shy and but nice to be related to anyway we got on the train uh, somewhere in the Midlands and as previous to that we'd shared a short car journey nothing foreign but looking out the window saying nothing to nobody on the train anyway same same crack just staring out the window in his own little world and I was kind of thinking to myself right this will be a this will be a time of reflection now until we get to Galway anyway strangers got on the train in Ballinasloe and fuck me the chat out of him he was full of questions. How did you do this and how did you do that? And tell me. And he fucking didn't know them from Adam. And they got off at Athen Rye. And then the fucking silence resumed again. And it's one of the stories or one, one of the times of my life where I've, I've just kind of thought about that, you know, and the nature of conversation and how to have a good chat. The main thing about chat is curiosity and honesty and that's why conversations with some people seem so fucking boring because you can predict what you're going to be talking about you know you see some fool fucking coming down the street and you think oh balls last thing I want to fucking do is talk to him now so I know exactly well how are you good crack now oh yeah for sure fucking some match ah good okay so now and something inside of you dies when that happens so it's it's the same way, you know, I suppose when you're sitting beside a stranger on a train or a stranger on a bus, 
the questions flow out of you. With curiosity and honesty. I don't know if many of you had the privilege of seeing Brenda Fricker when she was on the chat show. But fuck me, wasn't she mighty? She was mighty because she was, wasn't played. The, the toughest people to interview on the chat show are when people come out and they've been interviewed 10,000 times before. And they have, it's like trying to play it's it's like trying to it's play, it's like playing squash again the wall. I mean, I think all squash is played again the wall. I think that's the nature of the game. But there's there's nothing coming back. That's not true. The ball does come back off the wall. I mean, there's no there's no adventure. If you're playing tennis, you you wouldn't know whether the fella's going to hit the ball up, down, sideways, in your crotch or at the net. But when Brenda come on, she refused to be dishonest and it was fucking it was compelling I remember years ago now I had the privilege of spending an afternoon with this wise owl lad and I had taken ecstasy uh, this was of a Tuesday and I had taken ecstasy I had a fucking wild amphetamine night the previous Friday and I was in the the throes of the come down you know and I was just feeling fucking blue but I didn't have the wisdom the chemical wisdom to know that it was as a direct I was a young Egypt like I didn't know that the mood I was in was as direct consequences of the solar flight that I had taken the previous Friday and this man asked me, he says, how are you doing? And I says, today I feel sad, you know. Now he took it to mean some sort of existential angst or some kind of the way you can mood can be affected by place or, or whatever it was. But he said one of the most beautiful things to me. He said, will you tell me about it? This wasn't a therapeutic situation or nothing. This was just... And he told me a story as well of one time when he was sitting at the side of the fire with his his wife and he put down the book that he was reading and he said, Mary, how are you? Like in the depths of yourself, how are you? Not a great thing for a husband to be able to ask a wife and not to be afraid of the answer. Sometimes husbands would be afraid of asking wives how they are in case the wife would be kind of laying some sort of burden on him, you know. In case what she says would have consequences for him. you know. And I suppose in long-term relationships, a conversation is vital and a good thing to do is if sometimes you feel as if you're yourself and your partner that you're in the same mind and that why would you ask them how they're doing when you know right well what they're going to say and you, you're you operating out of the same place so you're, you're familiar with what she's going to say or what he's going to say before she's even or he has even fucking said it. Pretend... You don't know them. That's the the key to it. You know, how are you? You know. And if you're asked the question, 
If some loving creator sitting the far side of the fire or lying to other side of the mattress after a beautiful intimacy, if he says, how are you? Answer. Answer honestly. Isn't that the fucking adventure of it? Like, you know, you can't really have great chats with the guards. Like, if you're stopped by a guard outside Banlaslow driving the old road to Athlone, the hand is out and the, you, you slow the car down. Maybe you don't. Maybe you fucking drive on and take the arm clean off him. It's your business. You'll hardly be caught. You know, and, and I sometimes have that image of a, of a guard talking to me through the window of a car and it starts off genial enough, you know, and maybe the guard will recognise you from the television. And it's going to be a fairly surface chat, but it'd be awful as a father. To be having those types of conversations with your children. Like, having the conversation with your kids from the position of moral authority. No. There's no fucking adventure in that, like. You're sitting around the dinner table. The round dinner table. And you turn to one of your kids and, how are you? Tell me about it. You're, what? You're... You're smoking dope, good man, and, and what's that like? And, and what's the effect of it on you? Jesus, and how many joints, is that the word for it? How many joints would you have in a day? Jesus, fair fucking play to you. And would you be slightly stoned all day? No, you wouldn't be, goodness. Yeah. And would you ever worry about the amount of dope that you smoke? You know? Ask, ask honest, open questions, you know? You need, when you're talking to people as well, I think you need a bit of, you need the courage to be intimate, you know. Like if you were, if Paris Hilton was there in front of you, and like what would you ask her, like? Do you, do you think a lot about uh, the Holocaust, maybe you'd ask her, or, or do you, um... Do you pray? Like what? What do you pray for? Now, part of your own mind will be given out to yourself in a situation like that. Going, well, 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 Tom Tiernan, you're fucking no crack. I mean, how about that for? You can't be asking the woman that for God's sake. But almost, you know, if you meet somebody in the street, to, to have the courage to be honest about your curiosity about them you know and and some people you think are in jobs where they're um, you'd imagine that they're, they're part of their training for the job even though the job isn't them like I'm not I mean as is fairly fucking obvious by now if you've stuck with the solo podcast this long I'm not a comedian by birth. It's a fucking... I've worked as a comedian. 
And when I'm doing my comedy work, I do my best to be funny. But I'm not a comedian. You know, you're not a teacher, a plumber, a psychiatrist. A, you might be a prisoner, but you're not a bank robber, a murderer. We work at these things. I've worked at many things. I was uh, worked as a shelf stacker. Worked as an actor. Worked as a fella in a solicitor's office answering the phone. You know. But some jobs you think that the training that has gone into them, it, it, that part of the training is learning how to be a good conversationalist. I remember one time I slept with a priest. Now... I didn't need to qualify that statement. I didn't. We weren't. <laughs> there was no. We weren't naked with one another now. We weren't dry riding either. Like there was. I'm not. There was no. We were traipsing. That's the truth of it. The, the, now he was much older than I was. And the, the two of us were in a situation where we were traipsing together. Across the country. Towards the east coast. And a, a friend of his in a in a Galway town said that we could stay with them for the night. There was no spare bed, so I slept on the couch and the priest uh, grabbed a couple of cushions from the armchairs and he slept on the floor. But for the purposes of dramatic storytelling, I would always introduce this anecdote by saying that I remember one time I slept with the priest. Like, I remember one time... My father came back from a trip to New York and he, he couldn't wait to tell us how he slept with two lesbians. That, that he, he shared a room with two lesbians. I, I, he didn't give us any more details than that. I think there was, there was, there was drink on board and they, were, they, might, they might have been from Athlone uh, and they might have been guards. I, I couldn't... I forget the details of the story but they all shared the one room anyway. You know, no touching. Just... Porter talking and snoring. But anyway, I'm I'm sleeping with this priest anyway and our hosts turn off the lights and leave us to it. And I remember wanting to talk to the priest about how I was feeling about something and he was having fucking none of it. All he was talking about was what time we'd go hitching the following morning and, you know, what time we might get to the East Coast at. So I was kind of, it's always kind of stayed with me that the whole point of, of dedicating yourself to the journey towards God, of declaring yourself as a seeker. That's what the boys in black what the white collars are doing. I'm a seeker. And if you want information about that journey, if you want a map of it, some direction, ask me because I'm on the same road. But this fella wasn't fit for it at all. He was just... Ah, uh, well, um... If we're hitching by 10.30 tomorrow morning, Tommy, we, we, please God, uh, we'll get to Leinster uh, just after lunch. 
I don't think I would have made a good priest. You know, but but I'd be up for chatting with young flits <laughs> in dark rooms at night. Young ones as well, obviously. Part of the uh, of the priestly thing would suit me. Do you know the socialising of it, the the intensity of it? A friend of mine is a priest, and he talks about the 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 privilege of being taken into the intimacy of sadness and happiness in other people's lives. Like he, 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 it nourishes him, I suppose, in a way. You know, say there's a, he's asked to, uh, someone has passed, you know, and he's, he's, he's asked to come to the house the, the night before the funeral the following day. And the fucking honesty of that, like, come in, Father, come in. And we're devastated. And um, there's people crying and there's cups of tea and soft sandwiches and, car dry and everyone's in the front room talking and the fucking just the kind of honesty of that or a celebration say a a baptism now oh can you imagine does the priest get to hold the little baby I don't know wouldn't that be fucking mighty you know I think the priest just pours the water but I'd be saying give us a go with the child will you and me having none at all and I'd love to hold a little baby and do the gorgeous thing now and I'm going to baptise you into the adventure of your Christianity. You know, that would, the, and the party of it, like, you know, the party of being at a wedding, you know, deep, deep, deep into the evening and maybe the bride comes up and says, will you have a dance, Father? Are you fucking, are you mad? Are you fucking right? I'll have a dance with you. You know, and it'd be either a fast bop. I suppose the slow set would be inappropriate, but there's one thing I wouldn't be any good at as a priest, and that would be confession, because I'd just, I'd be too fucking curious. Huh? Why did you do that? What was going on in yourself? Not from a point of judgment now. Not from saying or thinking that the, the the person on their knees behind the grill in the dark was bad. But just the curiosity of what compelled them to do the thing and 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 why they thought it was a sin and do they think they'll go ahead again next Friday, pulling themselves asunder in the car, out be the dump, listening. <laughs> listening to Morn Ireland. Do you know, just an absolute curiosity of it. I wouldn't make a good therapist, uh, I don't think, you know. I've been in therapeutic situations a few times and it doesn't take much to get me going. It's someone that, you know, you're paying for the privilege of being listened to 65 quid a session. How are you? The therapist says, you know. Probably, they're probably trained to say how are you in a special way that lets you know that they really do want to hear. They probably, they wouldn't say it like that. That's uh, Everything will just go still and 
How are you? That's the way it said, yeah. But, you know, they'd have to say it loud enough so that you wouldn't be there, huh? <laughs> How are you? Sorry, no, I didn't, didn't catch that. How are you? I've often found in those situations, uh, now it's been a long time since I was in therapy, and I, I, I don't know if I'll ever go back. <laughs> I don't know if I'll, I'm not, not going back, not going back. That's the last thing I said when I was leaving the last therapist. I stood up and I handed over the 85 quid. 85 fucking quid and I was only in there 52 minutes. Nice work if you can get it. But they're well trained in fairness. They're well trained, yeah. yeah. And they're, they're minded to look after you. That's the truth of it. And they have your welfare at heart. They're full of the best intentions. But sometimes you just, you know, you've, you've done enough talking about yourself and it's time to move on to other things running and walking and stuff like that and being kind to yourself. But the last thing I ever said to the last ever therapist I ever saw, I stood up and handed over the 85 quid and I said, I'll not be back. (laughs) They were delighted. They thought I was cured. But I found in those situations, those therapeutic situations when I'm there, is that all the therapist has to do is say... How are you? And I'm fucking gone. I'm off. I'm fucking... Because I I live in the kingdom of the word. And sentences and phrases. And, and how am I? Well, I'll tell you how I fucking am now. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a little this way and I'm feeling a little that way. And, and it's all theory. My head is... Is... Packed with fucking sentences. And the slow journey, I think, I don't know for fucking sure now, but perhaps the slow journey I'm on is from the head down to the nipples, you know, whatever that's called, the heart, is it? You know, stop fucking theorising and second-guessing myself. and You know, but that's part of my nature, it's just phrasing and theorising and... Maybe as a protection against feeling, but she wouldn't fucking know. I have to admit also, though, I love the word. I love the possibility of language and storytelling and conversation. And even though you might think you know the journey you're about to go on when you see another person and you stop to have a chat and maybe habit takes over and you don't really fucking go anywhere but the possibility exists every fucking time you meet someone of a real adventure of discovery revelation community laughter honesty nourishment you just need to have the want for it like and have have the courage to be judged well he's a bit fucking he's a bit familiar isn't he he's a little bit familiar you know and how wonderful it is to be talking 
the joy of the vibrations in your chest and the joy of being able to say wonderful things and use gorgeous phrases and words and the feeling of that vibration as it travels out your mouth you know it travels out your mouth and does it go back in your own ears then or, or does it not have to leave your head to be heard at all and the joy then the music the strange beautiful music of other people's voices and the fucking unpredictability of it and the thrill of letting that unknown go into your body and vibrate the fucking unpredictable dangerous pleasure of listening thank you Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.